Hello, listeners. We are so excited to have you um, tune in to Midwest Mamas today. We have the opportunity to chat with Tara Lynn St. Elian. Can you say hi, Tara? Hi, guys. <laughs> hi. <laughs> and for our listeners who aren't um, sure about you, can you just share with them a brief background about you and where you're from and, and what you do? Okay. So, all right. My name is Tara Lynn. Um, and I'm from New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey. And basically what I do, I'm like, hmm, I guess what you could call it a lifestyle influencer. So um, I primarily started out by doing a fashion and faith blog and expanded that like on my Instagram. And so I created Adorned in Armor, which is based off of the scripture, Ephesians 6, about putting on the full armor of God. And because I'm so into fashion, I was like, huh, like, how about I do it? Like, in the sense of like, you know, fashion, like, yeah, we're talking about um, dressing up spiritually, but I am showing you how to slay fashionably as well um, for the battlefield of life. I am also the host of Just for Battle podcast, where I interview warrior women so that we could go through, like, you know, the struggle together um, and yeah. not just at the end of the testimony, because I feel like it's so important to, like, know what's going on with our sisters and also just encourage them along the way um, so that when the testimony comes, like, we're able to celebrate. I am most recently an author. My new book, Clean Your Crown. My new book, Clean Your Crown, came out last month. Well, no, it's April now. Crazy. Um, in yeah. February. And so I'm just, yeah, I do a lot of things. And so like, it's hard for me to describe it, but yeah. the main goal is to just show women that you know, their crowns have always existed in Christ. And so, like, you know, when we armor up for the battlefield of life and when we adorn ourselves with the crown that God has already given us, we are able to conquer. Um, and so I do that personal brand. My, um, I had, like, some jobs, like, on the side. I used to write for Teen Vogue um, as a fashion writer, and currently I contribute to the Times, and I think that's it. <laughs> That's a lot, and those are all amazing, incredible yeah. things. <laughs> and so what What all came first? So you talked a little bit about um, how you had the fashion blog and that you intertwined it with your faith and then the podcast. Yeah. You wrote with for Teen Vogue. So, like, give us – just tell us a little more about that. Like, what led you from, like, Teen Vogue to your own blog to then a podcast and now a book? Yeah, so Teen Vogue was actually the thing that came later on. So, like, my blog came first. It was actually an assignment. Um, my freshman year of college, we, like, I was a communications major, and we were assigned to create a blog and then, like, post, I think it was, like, biweekly or something like that. But I was posting all the time. I just loved to do it. And um, at the time, I didn't know, like, what exactly the concept was going to be. I just knew, like, I loved encouraging people, and I loved um, dressing up. And so uh, yeah. there was this one time, <laughs> there was this one time um, in my dorm, I was just, like, really sad, like, just super sad. And I think that was the first time that I was so conscious my feelings. I'm not a very emotional person. I'm very logical. 
Um, and I think it was in that time that I really allowed myself to feel. And my mom had a stroke. So she's been ill for majority of my life. Um, she can't walk and she has had about eight, um, seven to eight unsuccessful surgeries. And so she's constantly in pain. Um, her femur bones like literally grind against one another as she like tries to walk and just like even in bed, like she's constantly in pain. And so it was a Around that time, she had a stroke, and it was so unrelated, and I was at the point of just, like, seriously, like, why, God? Like, you've done, like, like you've allowed her to suffer so much, and it's like, why? And I was just in bed, and I love Charles Stanley. Uh, my family grew up listening to him, and I was listening to a sermon about putting on the full armor of God, and I was also in the time of trying to figure out what my brand name would be, and God just literally dropped it in my heart like adorned in armor I was like wow okay um and that's literally how <laughs> that's how that was born um and so like I was sharing everything to um social media and I grew rather quickly on Instagram it's harder now because not even just of like the oversaturation but because like you know the algorithm and the thing is with me I don't post a lot I post when I have a message on my heart and so okay. that is a little bit difficult to grow. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I just know like, okay, I'm just happy when God has his way. Um, and that, you know, someone is touched by something that he wants them to hear. Um, and so I graduated, um, college, um, in what year is this? Oh, 2016. Um, yeah. and I graduated the top of my class, you guys, and it was craziness. Yeah because thank you that's incredible thank you um I was just so I wasn't worried at all about where my job was going to be I did the the interviews I mean not the interviews the what's that thing called internships I did that and because I was the top of my class I was just like you know what I'm going to be fine and I knew that the world the real world was difficult but I didn't see just how much until I graduated and it was like a month like I did not get a job and I like my dad um I come from a Caribbean background my dad and my mom are Haitian they're born there um and they're just although they're super supportive of me they just want something that's they wanted something that was consistent and so my dad encouraged me to look for a job like you know he was like it's okay to work your way up and I'm like I have no problem with that I've been doing that my whole life but like I just don't feel like God is telling me to do that and so because I didn't have that piece I just waited and the thing is I was not happy waiting at all but I tried to make the most out of that and so oh wow I didn't tell you oh wow okay so I'm a pageant queen too <laughs> it was what time yeah <laughs> like I'm like remembering things as I'm telling the story so it was like around that time where I'm just like all right I have no job and yes I'm working on my brand but I feel like I'm doing nothing so what is there like what is something that I've always wanted to do that I never really got a chance to um and so it was pageantry I did one freshman year in college and I won that and I was like you know what let me do one that's like scholarship based and then um I discovered a um and the thing is they didn't have like a physical like 
trial contestant thingy. It was literally like an interview yeah. process that was rather um extensive and stuff. And fast forward um to that year, it was 2018. I was crowned Miss Black New Jersey. And wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, it's seriously God, because it's funny how we think things are so, like, unrelated in the moment. And then, like, you get to, like, I don't know, like, later on, like, in life, sometimes you just, God allows you to see how everything was connected. And he was there yes. steering the way. And so, like, I definitely saw that because it was, I think it was, hmm. I don't know. I think it was like a couple months into that. No, no, no. The Teen Vogue opportunity came before that. Um, But it was still like, you know, a waiting process. And I go into that in the book um, of like how that even happened. Um, When I tell you, it was just God, God, God. Like I literally, I could never take credit for anything that he had brought me to because I know it was him like every single step of the way. And so, um, yeah, it was a Teen Vogue. And then it was like the crowning. And then I decided also in that time because I was still, it was like freelance work. I was like, you know what? I love school. So let me just go back to school. So I went to, I did Syracuse online and I got my master's in journalism innovation. Um, wow. all in that year is 2018. It was crazy. Um, and then wow. Wow. I'm just like, yo, this is, this is craziness. <laughs> Well, I feel like um, you've accomplished so much, and I feel like, but at the same time, you're just getting started. Like you've accomplished so yeah. much in these last few years, which is, which some people take decades to do. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like sometimes I'm just like so baffled. Um, I think one thing like I think like we often struggle with is like stopping and seeing where we are and analyzing and just being grateful like in the moment um and I think it's also because we see so like just a rough time because even though like I was going like there were high successes and stuff people didn't see like how I was struggling with my mom and like how she was like worse and stuff like that and so like it was in that period you know even though these were happening these things are happening I was still home um and so I was I saw my mom's pain on a new level because it just continued um, to get worse. And, but like throughout it all, God also showed me like, I placed you here specifically to care for her. So like, I honestly became like primarily her um, caretaker and my mom's like my best friend too. So it didn't feel like work or anything. Like I love her. And like, I literally wrote my book like at her bedside. And so um, I'm grateful for the time that, you know, God has always like, put me by her side because she is literally the reason I am who I am. Uh, and so like, because like the opportunity um, with Teen Vogue was like, like a freelance experience. Um, I did make like great connections and like my editor was like amazing. And knowing that I'm Haitian, um, she gave me the opportunity to fly to Haiti and look at like the most amazing places like the most beautiful places and that's actually like my most viewed video on youtube because like you know the media shows like the ugliness and despair and you know desolation and so all i had like i went there when i was a little girl but all i really had was like stories that my parents had of just like you know you know we lived in a great house and it was a beautiful country and but to see that for myself yeah really felt at home and also just like so grateful and so 
I was so happy to be able to like go there with my crown as well. I didn't even have like a crown case or anything, but like my mom and I, we bubble wrapped it and we stuffed it in my suitcase. And prior to arriving, I reached out to my friend who's a teacher in Haiti and we just did like a whole bunch of like assemblies that day for like um, the different classes and stuff like that. And it was just such a blessing um, because one, I realized that oh my gosh, like, I have a heart for Haiti, and I want to do something. I still don't know, I still don't know what yet, but I also realized that, oh my gosh, like, these girls and the women around here, they're looking at this crown, like, they're enthralled with it, and I'm just like, what if we all knew that we already had this? And so, that was, like, the inspiration behind my book, um, to share, you know, Wow. And that we have this crown already and it is because of our heavenly father. Um, and it's not because of any prince, you know, we have our, our position is already established because of who our God is. Um, he's the king of all kings. And so, um, that's a long story too of how I got the three book deal, but I'm telling you, it's God. That testimony's on YouTube too. And I don't want to take a full okay. time on that one question. So. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to go check it out. That's awesome. Yeah, please. So you just recently released your first book, Claim Your Mm -hmm. Crown. Um, So what is the takeaway from that book? What could um, readers take away from your first book? Okay. I'm sorry. Just a second. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So... Um, I would say, um, so what I was saying before, like, you know, our crowns exist because of our Heavenly Father. Um, but I also just like, like to go, I guess in, in the chapters, I could say like this, in having this book, you would see that it's like a manual of sorts. Um, and it's one that encourages like young women to have like unshakable confidence in order to have like an effective reign. And so like I share kingdom keys at the end of every chapter and i'm just like reflecting on like i mean oh i know i didn't live that long yet but just like what i have learned so far um yeah. just sharing like my heart and then also like backing it up with like well first coming from the standpoint of being like a biblical encouragement and then sharing like my life um and what i've experienced and even bringing in popular culture um, and so, like, I really had a lot of fun with this book. And I always say, like, God wrote this book because there are some times, like, I had to pass because I had no idea. I was just like, okay, I need inspiration. God, just, like, speak to me. And, like, the ideas that came up, like, it was just, like, craziness. But the whole message of the book is, like, you know, to push to push past adversity so that we could put on the promises of God um, to dismantle the messages that feed into our insecurities and fears and doubt and guilt so that we could further understand God as a loving father and a king who bestows upon his daughters like a crown of love, worth, and power. I know for a long time I didn't really see God as someone who was for me. I just saw him hmm. and I don't even explain it, but like I just saw him as like God the punisher and like God the judge, you know, and I knew that he loved me, but I it I didn't get to really feel that love. Like, you know, and even now I'm still growing in that. I know that's not him and like, you know, the enemy 
warp our perspective to think that like you know we can't go to our father and that like you know this relationship isn't personal but it is and you know um it's a truth that i share um so that we are all able to walk purposefully as an independent woman and i just say like no prince necessary but if it comes (laughs) amen to that (laughs) yes i love that i think so many different types of women could um really get a lot out of your book um so that's wonderful thank you for sharing so you also have your website adorned in armor as well so um is your website targeted for the same type of women or um do you have like a different vision for your website yeah so i would say um when my when i was writing the book like i was thinking of like all women even though like my uh, publisher like really targeted towards like young women and I could totally understand that especially like because of my personality like I'm really like I don't know like I wouldn't say hyper but I'm like super bubbly and some people (laughs) may not like you know may not see that as like mature or something but I mean these are all like universal truths that I feel like people and women should know and I loved how I don't know there's this one interview that Priscilla Shire um had in regards to like one of her latest books and she was like this book is for young women and also the young at heart and so that's what I say like my brand is for um I would say like Adorn and Armor though is more of like the um hmm yeah, an older crowd, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, um, high schoolish. Um, even though, like, here and there, I would see, like, my visitors um, be, like, um, someone that's, like, super young. But I think it's also because of the fact that, I mean, there aren't a lot of young readers that are, like, into blogs anymore. They're more into videos and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's just for um, the woman who is seeking to be edified and encouraged and yeah, I really, really struggle with coming up with that. They say, like, to create a persona in a way. Yeah. So when you're writing, you're able to, um, you know, think of that person in mind. But I'm just like, this is for that person, too. Like, I can't yeah. just, like, right. yeah, it's just like, all right, God, whoever it's for, that's who you send it out to. Absolutely. Yeah. And on your website, one of your most recent posts, um, it's about God's promises and a pandemic, which mm-hmm. that's where we are right now, you know, and it's such a time of so many emotions and so just so a lot of stuff, you know, like just so many yeah. feelings. And so um, I know Alexa and I both being teachers and now coming to the terms with, okay, we're not going to see our students again this year. Like it's, really hard and like being at home all you know like there's just so many things and just hearing the death toll so like yeah share with us and our listeners just about your thoughts on that about God's promises because I think it's so easy to let fear take over you know Mm -hmm. and I think the devil's really working in so many people to let that take over when really we need to just remember like God is in control but yeah uncertainty it's hard yeah exactly um and so like the first thing and I was talking about this like on my podcast as well is like um in a way yeah no like lessen your intake of like the media and stuff because 
that plays such a huge part of how like we're feeling you know like we're feeling lost we're feeling anxious and you know we can feel these things however it's important that as children of god that we don't stay there um and just having that knowledge that yes this is like an unprecedented time however god had it all planned out and because we know that he knew this was to come like we could further trust that you know the whole world is in his hand and so i like my message was like instead of uh, allowing the messages of fear to permeate our spirits like we must like prophesy that this too shall pass even when like we even struggle with believing it you know like i just feel like yeah. this is the time in a way to like you know uh stay off of social media like limit social media limit media period and listen like tune into like the messages that god is reminding us at this time because i truly believe he's doing a great work and encouraging us to really like like spend this quiet time with him and then also like when it's time like to put it out and share it out like with whoever that we can because you know they have a fear um that we i don't even know how to explain it but like because we have this god our fear isn't as mm, i don't even know how to explain it but i'm like going somewhere basically yeah yeah, we can and we will be shaken like you know but when we're under god's covering like you know he still has us and so we have to show people that this peace this hope is also available to them yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's the big like the hope in god and just remembering like he is in control yeah for He's sure working. it seems yeah. like it just all sucks right now <laughs> like yeah. we're just in the middle of it you know yeah exactly and so i was thinking because i made it a goal i'm like okay i have like a lot of time like there's no excuse like not to be in the word anymore you know and so i'm like let me me try to like see something that i didn't and you know when we're um, reading the word like i learn like you know we have to ask god like you know okay reveal something to me like let me see look at this in a new way and so i was just like reading it from like i'm starting a genesis um and i pray that this year i could end in revelation um that like (laughs) <laughs> I was reading, like, you know, the promises that God made to Abraham. And because we are his descendants, like, they apply to us. And so I know, like, things, like, really, really suck. But um, I just believe that, like, you know, after this season is over, like, there will be, like, a new form of, like, revival. And also that even in this, like, and even if, like, the the, the disease, like, come near our tent, you know, and we're, like, affected by it, like, personally, um, God yeah. is still in control. And yeah. he is still, like, he's waiting for us to, like, trust him in a new way. I feel like this is what the season mm-hmm. is really, you know, for. I completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say one of our listeners, Jess, she asked, um, what do you do to get rid of stress? So in a time when it's, you know, easy to stress, (laughs) what do you do? What's something that you do to self-care? Oh, okay. So one thing I do, like, I love doing, like, um, facials and stuff. So, like, 
I get like a whole bunch of like uh, skincare and a lot of like packages um, because like the influencer um, thing, the influencer aspect. And so like I am like I love trying out new products. I have sensitive skin, so I like be careful. But um, (laughs) that's what I do um, is that. I oh my gosh what I've been doing the most though out of all of this is contacting like my friends and I just feel like this is so important right now because like you know yeah social distancing but that doesn't mean like we should be distancing like our relationships like period like we have our phones and the internet for a reason and so like I've been like talking to my friends more um like literally I think like four times a week I talk to someone new or like constantly like my best friend every single day and it's not even just like texting it's like facetiming you know so we're able to like interact in you know the way that we typically can could if we're like meeting in person um so I would say that making time for your friends um decompressing like by doing like some skincare stuff um getting some rest um I in this time even though like I've always like worked for myself um I've always felt like rushed to like oh my gosh I have to get up I have to post this I have to do this but right now God is like really calling us to pause and so like I'm just like in a way taking advantage of the time he's giving me to rest and just be like you know what it's okay the whole world stopped you know so like Taralyn just relax stay in bed a little bit longer do what your body needs and just just rest you know um, I'm trying to think of anything else but I would say that, that for sure I'm trying to like read more and yeah just like try to get off of social media and all that even turning off your alarms and stuff because that really plays a part um as to like how we're feeling mm-hmm so we know that one of your other passions is fashion, which we love. Yes. <laughs> um, what are some things that like you love about fashion or what are some things that are trending right now that you love? Okay, so ever since I was a little girl, I was super, super shy. It's so funny because like my mom always laughs about this and she's like like, look at you now, like you're doing speaking engagements and you're like being yourself. Like, you know, you're letting the yeah. world to see you are and I laugh at that too because I remember that shy girl perfectly like I did not even like being by people I just like my mom and like my immediate family like and my aunt and stuff and so it's really really funny to see like how this has happened but like one way that I I allowed um, myself to speak especially growing up was like my personal style and my parents they always loved fashion too like one of my dad's first job coming from Haiti was like working at a, like a designer store and so ever since we're <laughs> yeah ever since we we're little kids like my parents would just like dress us up and like showed us like you know how to best present ourselves and so that really stuck with me and that further like encouraged me in a way to like pursue fashion in a different way as I mentioned like my parents wanted something very uh lasting and something that was stable and so I knew fashion design wasn't the way to go because that was like super unstable and stuff and I know like even though they're very supportive people they wouldn't be so like okay they'll be very like haha cautious about that right um yeah so I went to school for communications but I was able to like do projects around fashion and that was so awesome um for me and it just further showed my love for like um 
while being on the screen and like um just creating my own voice but fashion played such a huge part in that and so like there's no particular trend that I see um but I just just how I feel um and I just love that and you know dressing how you want like you are expressing yourself in the way that you can even when you're not speaking and so that's what it has always meant to me okay and I think how you said like how it just makes you feel because I feel like that's really important that just comfortable in what you're wearing yeah yeah Yeah. not dressing for anybody else but like for yourself and so like even though I was like the shy kid it was like okay well that's the girl I could dress like you know I'm just like yeah that's fine (laughs) so yeah I just like in a way it it helps me um come out of my shell um even more and just like I guess being confident in my voice yeah absolutely well, Tara Lynn, as we start to just wrap up this fun conversation, what are some of your personal and maybe professional goals you have for the rest of this year, 2020? Wow. So for I that mean, one, I was like. kind of book come out, so I feel like you've reached uh, a big goal already. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, so it's been so difficult, like, in this time because it's like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So your book just came out and I just praise God that he had mercy on me, that it was able to come out, that I was able to have the launch party and even do like the media tour in February. Um, most of like my interviews now, of course, are like remote and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's been difficult because I was just like, wow, like I don't know what to say anymore. And, and I learned like two lessons. Like my best friend was like, well, the message is already in you. It's not even just in the book. It's, in you like you know so like whatever god has to say to you that's that's enough like you don't have to like strive and that was such a great reminder but also like my mom reminded me because i was feeling a little bit like discouraged in the beginning of all this i think it was like the end no the beginning the very beginning of march so before like like you know the restrictions were so like great in the world but i was just like I mean, like, I had, like, March planned out with, like, the content of, like, what I was going to post on the interviews and stuff. And I was just like, that is too insensitive to do. Like, I can't do that. Like, our whole world has been disrupted. And my mom just reminded me, you know what? Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you change your message, though? Because this is a time for people to claim their crowns and realize their inheritance in Christ and stand up and be that voice of encouragement and inspiration to everybody that they come across. This is a time that people need to be encouraged and, you know, discover who they are and to know that God loves them and is in control of this situation, even when it looks ugly, because it looks really, really ugly. And it was just such a, it was, it encouraged me so much because I had so like such big dreams I know like I'm the new author and I'm like I'm like I'm not famous and I'm not like like you know it's just difficult but I had big dreams and I'm just like god like I don't know like what happened like what are what are you doing and so like this I'm really trusting him um because I want to I want it to be on some bestseller list like on Amazon it was doing great um but I'm just like god like I know you gave me this message for a reason and it's crazy that it's being used in a pandemic. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I know like, you know, that you are going to do greater things. And so um, I would say, yeah, be become on a bestseller list, like outside of Amazon. Um, 
my devotional is actually on you version so i'm grateful for that um oh. it yeah and it was so crazy wow. Twenty five thousand um women have done the plan um in like a month and so i was just like is he's sending me like little reminders of like i got you you know and so i just pray that he just puts this message into like the hearts of like so many people around the world um and i would say that's like my main goal um i do want to rebrand and so i will still have like adornment armor but like i think i may change it to like my name as well so like i don't know when that's going to happen um and if so it'll be like Carolyn saint that account's already like existing so um yeah, yeah so rebranding um i think yeah, like I didn't get a chance to like really figure it out. I just knew that like I was like, God, you put this message in me. And so just yeah. share it, like, you know, in the way you see fit and just constantly provide me inspiration, please, so that I'm able to like, you know, best um how do you say it? Best be a servant, I guess, um, to yeah. your word and and so yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. And so who are um, some people or somebody that you follow right now on social media, another like author or podcaster that you really enjoy listening to? Mm-hmm. I would say um, Jackie Hill Perry. Um, she's an author as well. And she she, um, she does spoken word, but she's just like hilarious. I love like her faith and like it's so amazing to see like how much she knows of the word. And so like, it's very encouraging as well. Like, yeah um and she's hilarious oh my gosh she's hilarious and she has like a cute little family and she's always sharing them and stuff so i love her i love christine kane super encouraging as well and to see like you know i've seen so many people show up like on instagram um lives and like oh my gosh priscilla shire love her um, like there, I don't know if you've seen it, but, um, there is like a screenshot going around like on social media of like some of like, I guess you would say like Christian influencers that have been like praying for our nation. And it's like a huge zoom call and they're all on the call and they're just like praying and they're like tapping each other in. And it's so, cool. yeah, it's so, so good. And I was just like, yeah, I love you guys even more, you know? So yeah, that's <laughs> them, awesome. them for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tara Lynn, I mean, I'm just so excited. I'm going to look up you on Vision and <laughs> get your book. I'm just excited to, like, read more and follow you more. Can you share with our listeners, Tara Lynn, how they can follow you just on social media and where they can find your book and everything? Yes. Okay. So thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> you could find me on at Adorned in Armor. So that's A-D-O-R-N-E-D-I-N-A-R-M-O-R. So that's like my uh, social media, like across like all my platforms. Um, in case, I mean, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but, um, in case that changes, um, I do have another profile that's called Tarot and Saints. <laughs> and that's going to be like the rebranded page. So that's like, T-A-R-E-H-L-Y-N-N Saint um, and honestly if you Google my name like you'll find me um, on YouTube um, you could also just search Adorned Armor and it'll pop up there my podcast is Dress for Battle podcast and it's available on all um, major streaming um, platforms and I'm trying to see if I'm oh my book 
See, man, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, your big book that you just had come out. <laughs> okay, so Claim Your Crown um, is available everywhere. Um, Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, on Books A Million, um, ChristianBooks.com. Um, you guys could purchase it anywhere. I so appreciate it. And if you love it, leave a review. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we thank you so much, you. Carolyn, and your positivity and energy is what the world needs right now. So we really appreciate getting the time to talk with you and hear a little bit more about you. Yeah. yeah. I so appreciate being here. All right. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Thank you so much.